The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. They have their man on Rocky Top. They got it. Yeah, they have hired Josh Heupel as the head football coach at the University of Tennessee. Sing along. Here it comes. Uh-huh, they got him. Josh Heupel, the former Oklahoma quarterback. He was a Heisman finalist as a player, coached uh, all over the place. He was Drew Locke's offensive coordinator a couple of years, kind of when, when Drew started exploding as an offensive player and a draft prospect and all at Missouri. Yeah, that's right. That was him, Josh Heupel. And then he had the tough task. Y'all forget now, Danny White, this AD at Tennessee, is at UCF, and they had the tough task of hiring somebody. They were really confident they were going to keep things going after uh, Scott Frost left to go to Nebraska. Remember all that? Yeah, so he left to go to Nebraska, undefeated season. We're a national champ. No, you're not. Yes, we are. We're going to have our own parade. Scott Frost finished it out. They beat Auburn after Auburn had lost in the SEC title game. And, yeah, they were playing hard. It's not an excuse, but they were largely disinterested. That's beside the point. (laughs) But that's him. So Scott Frost left, go to Nebraska. They hired Josh Heupel away from Missouri, come in there and be the head coach. And what did he do? He picked it up kind of where they left off. He's done a really nice job. He's an offensive guy. Offense, offense, offense. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. That's what this hire is. That's what I've been saying all along. Anybody wanted to care what I thought? It's just my opinion, just like anybody else's. Thank you so much. Homecoming queen taking care of me here in the bureau, the Farm Bureau studio. Uh, yeah, so look, I said they need offense. They need quarterback. That's how you spark it. You Tennessee is in the same boat a lot of SEC schools are in right now. You're not going to go out here and out-recruit Alabama and Georgia overall, let alone on the line of scrimmage. Those two schools, what they've got going, they're stacking up these fours and fives on the line of scrimmage. And it'd take you years to catch them. So you got to figure out a way to, in internet parlance at Tennessee, you've got to figure out a way right now during this downturn of this NCAA stuff until you get back on level footing, you got to figure out a way to go viral. And that's really hard to do. But the way you do it is with offense and with a quarterback. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He's not been at UCF very long. He hasn't been a head coach very long, but he has coached in the SEC. He's coached offense in the SEC. I don't know what the expectations are right now. They are reportedly giving Josh Heupel a six-year deal to start with at like $4 million a year. So, I mean, they're investing in the coach long-term going, well, look, we understand that it's going to be tough. We got a little bit of a tough road to hope the next uh, couple of years with this NCAA stuff, potentially, and all this, and recruiting against it. and uh, 
It's going to take you a little while. So we're not looking at this as a short-term thing. I think that's the right way to approach it. There is one other thing, though, I want to point out about this, JB. Yeah. What's that, pal? By the way, good morning to you. Hey, good morning to you, or, or good afternoon. Yeah, it's afternoon, <laughs> isn't it? It's not morning. There's, there, well, actually, there's two other things I want to point out. One is, it's going to be hilarious over the next few years as everybody spells his name wrong. Hypel. Anybody out there know how to spell it? H-E-U-P-E-L. <laughs> boy. Hey, and props to Squirrel. He got it right, too, on the well, uh, text line. <laughs> I, I've been following that cat since he was Oklahoma back in the late 90s. Right. Because uh, I've just, I've, well, I've always liked Oklahoma anyway. Here's the other yeah. thing I was going to point out, though. They hired a search firm. Did you know this? <laughs> now think about this scenario. They hired a search firm so that the, the new athletics director, Danny White, could take one week to hire the coach from the school he just left. Well, you mentioned that last week when White was hired. You said, you know, of, of all the coaching candidates, you got to put him in there yeah. at some point in place because he's got the relationship with him. Which shows you, know, you kind of like a Scott Strickland and Dan Mullen thing. Which shows you how little need they had for paying <laughs> an actual search firm. Hey, I'd like to check in real quick. Let's check in on the Zoom call that the search firm is having right now between its board members. Let's check in on that. You ready? Here we go. Here we are. <laughs> they paid us hundreds of thousands of dollars to help them in this coaching search. Yeah, they just hired a guy where he just left. It took him one week. They wrote us a check. <laughs> That's about how that Zoom call is going to go today. <clears throat> For this quote-unquote search firm <laughs> that they paid to assist them in their coaching search, I ain't kidding. They paid one. For what? What did they pay the search firm for? Honestly. I can tell you why. Because Alabama is sitting atop their highest-ranked recruiting class of all time. <laughs> And they were trying to compete with that. <laughs> well, but what does that have to do with a search firm? <laughs> I think they do that to appease the fan base. But I think the fan base is quoting you today and, and the way you feel about it. Yeah. Because that's that's like, it's cuckoo. I want to I, I hire this wedding coordinator to come in and help me plan my wedding. <laughs> and then you, you, you do, do it the wedding yourself. like you want to do it, no matter what they say. Yeah, like what's that movie, Father of the Bride, oh, where yeah. uh, Martin Short played uh, Frank, <laughs> the wedding planner. He had that weird accent, you know? It'd be like hiring a Frank and then just plan it all yourself. You get it all planned within a week, and Frank comes in and goes, okay, I'm here for the first meeting for your wedding planning, and he and you go, no, we got it. <laughs> what do you mean you yeah. got it? We planned yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, you don't need me? No, 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 we do need you. What's your? Uh, what do you charge us? Are you serious? Charge you for what? Just send us a just send us a bill. We'll pay it. Search firm. It's it, this is a pretty radical uh, analogy, but 
let's just say something happened to your child, and and I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about generic. If somebody lost a child, mm-hmm. and the FBI comes to you and says, we can help you find your child. No, thanks. I got it. Now I look for it myself. I can handle it. <laughs> Y'all ain't never done that before. <laughs> yeah, I just do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. It's really interesting. Anyway, okay. So hypo. Let's see here. Squirrel Texas about it on the country pleasing text line. There's a number for you. If you need it, it's eight eight five three seven seven six. It's a six zero one number to the country pleasing sausage text line eight eight five. 3776. It might be easier to remember this way. 885 ESPN. Squirrel Textus and said Hypel took Frost's players and then trended downhill. Tennessee just hired another average coach. Squirrel, thumbs down on the uh, hire. I kind of like it. I think it's going to be okay. You know, it's one of those where I think with the situation at Tennessee, it's like, isn't it funny to say that? He walks into a whole different set of expectations, even a lower set of expectations in his first year or two at Tennessee than he did when he took over at Central Florida. Isn't it crazy oh, yeah. to say that? Absolutely. I think you're spot on with that. Uh, Joe Pesci, he wants to talk basketball. And we're going to get into this. He says, uh, man, it's good to hear you today. Thank you. Can we boot Howland and go get Stansberry back from Western Kentucky? I think we've kind of been through that. We'll get into the basketball thing. State, you know, again, played tough on the road last night, ranked team against Tennessee, but just couldn't pull it off. And watching it, it's like you kind of felt like they're just not going to be able to score enough to pull it off. What did they score? 51 points in a in a whole ball game? It's just bad. So they do some good things, but just not enough good. On the live stream, Haiti Yells, Finn, the first to get in. He said, Josh Heupel, the Sooner chosen by the Vols. Yep, the former Sooner, Danny said, Matt, the folks here in North Georgia and Southeast Tennessee are already asking, can he beat Florida? You know, there is an interesting sort of, like, it, it's not something that I guess has any bearing on, you know, the immediate situation at Tennessee. But there's some history over there in that Eastern Division with this AD and this coach, right? Well, particularly the AD, Danny White. Because when they had the success in the undefeated season under Scott Frost at Central Florida and the we're national champs, no, you're not. Yes, we are. No, you're not. You know, that sort of thing. There was also this stuff there in that following offseason about scheduling games against Florida. There was a little bit of back and forth with the media really getting opposing quotes um, between UCF, AD Danny White at the time. And Scott Strickland, AD at Florida at the time. I bet, you know, Danny White, we, we should play. You know, we need to play. We need to play them. But we'll do it home and home. We got to host them. If we're going there, we're going to host them. Florida and Scott Strickland kind of going, eh, you know, we're happy to host them. <laughs> we're not going there. We're on your level. No, we're not. Get on my level. No, you can't get on my You know, that whole um, match that was going on a little bit. Well, now these guys are uh, in the same division, and now if you're now it's a different team and a different everything. Uh, but you know, same division and you're playing. So 
<laughs> I think it's really interesting to me. See, now if you're Florida and you're Scott Strickland and Dan Mullen, you got no choice but to play Danny White's team. It's just his new team instead of <laughs> instead of his old one, which is totally different. Uh, Sven says three years, first year one loss, second year three lost, last season six and four. And Sven backing up what Squirrel said. He took over Scott Frost players and they kind of went, Phew. Well, that's that's true. I guess it's somebody that, you know, with signing day approaching and you're making a long-term hire anyway, and that's one you can go do quickly. And, again, they need offense. It's just that's where they are. You know, Tennessee in that state, where they recruit, what they've got to do, it's going to take a long time to get on the level of some of these others, especially now it's you're even more against the eight ball because of the NCAA stuff, that whatever that is that's coming down the the pipe. So there's going to be no quick fix in recruiting. The best thing they can do is go ahead and start working on having a program that can, at the very least, score points. Because they're just not going to line a scrimmage people. That's all it is to it yet. Lane loves the laughing video. I do too, Lane. Thank you very much. Hey, look at here. This goes back to yesterday's show. In case y'all are just tuning in and have been gone for a few days, let me tell you. Yesterday, we had Tyler, who called in and had just been to Country Meat Packers on Highway 49 in Florence. He said, hey, I just went by there, made a pit stop, and he said, I bought patty sausage from Country Please, and you've got to try it. It's fantastic. And then the light bulb went off for us. For me, it doesn't go off very often. And I remember that Ponto called in and got on our case because he says, you always talking about this country please and they don't have patty sausage. <laughs> well, we learned yesterday they do because somebody bought it. And Ponto, the patty sausage king, is now with us on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Ponto, what's up? Yeah, thank you, but this is Rooster. Well, the, <laughs> well the, my screen says Ponto. That's the same dude. It's yeah, I got conspiracy. it. I got it. Well, conspiracy just... Wednesday. <laughs> but you know, the truth is, I, the Brownsville folks of the SEC connection, you know, I'm country pleasing because of Matt Wyatt's show. So, Atta, baby. <laughs> but, Atta boy. So you got double allegiance there. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get some uh, today or tomorrow. There you go. Good. So that's what this is Conspiracy Wednesday. And um, the Scott Frost deal, you know, what winds up, but. I don't know. Maybe it'll work out great. Let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Arkansas in the same dilemma. And I don't know that you can say they've turned their program around. They only beat Mississippi. They beat Ole Miss and State. That's all they want. They ain't beat anybody else. Mm -hmm. So we can't say that Sam Pittman is a, is a success yet. But maybe this year he will be. But I want him to lose. I want him to lose to Mississippi State and Ole Miss, obviously. <laughs> and let's see. Do you know, have Willie Gay and Chris Jones become pals and roommates oh gosh i don't know i i don't know you know i mean so i don't know even know well, that all they're... of a sudden <laughs> go ahead the, the reason i'm asking chris jones all of a sudden is the villain he's acting like willie gay <laughs> what's <laughs> up because he because he he uh what he had a roundhouse to the ear of the the guy in that first half of that game the other day is that what you're saying 
Yeah, he was in, in Mississippi State. He was this nice, big old country, <laughs> humble boy. He had changed. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. He's still a chief. Hey, look, you know, let me tell you something. Right. We, can, we can say this. I saw that clip and whatever that guy was doing. So it made Chris really mad, apparently. But when he hit that guy, and this guy's a 300 pound dude, and Chris Jones just waylays him right upside the head. And that dude hit the ground. And I'm like, did he act a little bit? Did the guy flop just a little bit? Or did Chris actually physically knock him down like that? Because that guy just went down like a sack of bricks when Chris hit him. Yeah. Well, do you have a chief update? Is Willie Gay and Chris Jones healthy? Uh, well, Chris is. I have not seen yet. I thought I saw a note yesterday that most of these guys who were out for the divisional games are going to be activated this week. Um but I don't know for sure if Willie is on that list because I didn't see his name, you know, specifically saying that he was going to be back this week. I know they have some players who are coming. Both teams have some players who missed this past week who will be available, you know, for the Super Bowl. But uh, if I can find the info, I'll give you an update. Martinez Rankin is the the third Mississippi State yeah uh, product. Right? That's right, mm-hmm. and he's been hurt too, right? So. I don't know what his status is either. I'll see if I can find out for you. Well, it's not urgent. We still got uh, twelve days. Yeah. And, but you can bet the farm on the Chiefs. I guarantee you that spread is not right. What it's is the, the spread? What is the spread on it? Three, three points. It probably will change. Yeah. But uh, listen, <laughs> the the Bucks are out of their league. They'll get blown out. Hmm. I guarantee it will be. It'll okay. be over quick. Okay. Yeah, we can celebrate that day. But yeah. uh, thanks for taking my call, and I will get the uh, uh, Patty pleasing uh, and <laughs> give them a try. Attaboy, try it out. Let us know what you think about it, Ponte. Yeah, thanks I for the appreciate call. it. That's yeah. great. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Thanks for the call. Um, you know, before I go any farther, so Ponto, back in his working days, he was with the Clarion Ledger way back when, uh, I was – Really saddened, shocked. Of course, I knew that he'd been sick, but you just, you know, uh, when you get that final word that someone has passed away, like we did yesterday, Seku Smith, the uh, Jackson State graduate, one of their star, you know, in the limelight, um, former, you know, favorite sons, of course, and, and Seku had had become just basically a, a national uh, personality in his coverage of the NBA and on NBA television. He passed away yesterday from COVID. He was, I think it said 48. It might have been 49, but he was in his late 40s. Uh, graduated from, I think it said he graduated from Jackson State in journalism in 97. I got to know, we all did at State, got to know him really personally in 98 and 99, that was my last two years of college because he immediately was hired by the Clarion Ledger and became the Mississippi State beat writer. And so he was at all of our press conferences, all of our games, post-game press conferences, everything. And that's how it's how long ago it's been, frankly, that I interacted with Sekou 101 like that. But um, you've seen everyone's reaction, both locally from the Mississippi State side of things all the way up to recently you know, everyone around the country who knew him as the NBA guy um, <clears throat> say a lot of the same things. And it's, you know, it's not just posthumously that they're throwing out 
nice things about him. The guy was as genuine and as down to earth and as nice an individual as you ever meet in sports media. And even then, you know, as I look back on it now, it made an impression. We talked about it. It made an impression on me and all of our teammates. We liked talking to Seku Smith. We appreciated the way he covered our team, but in talking to him in interviews and stuff, we liked the way he talked with us. It was different than other media guys. He just talked with us, asked us questions, and we knew he wasn't out to get in anybody. And you kind of felt like you knew him. Um, and, of course, everybody was proud for him when his NBA career took off. He wound up in Miami and then kind of moved up the ladder. But he leaves behind a wife and three children and lots and lots of people in Mississippi and in the Jackson metro area and around the JSU community that are really hurting today after the loss yesterday of Seku Smith, just another one of our friends that gone too soon because of COVID. So y'all keep his family uh, in your thoughts and your prayers. Lift them up that uh, God would hold them close. Stick around.